0: Interesting debate show is live in the huddle.
1: Yes, sir. And Zach, we might as well get right to it. We're gonna start off with what most people call, including myself, the best division in the NFL this upcoming season. We're gonna start off big. We're going for the knockout early on. The AFC West is going down, and I want to spice things up a little bit, you know, to give us some juice. Sometimes this felt a little old to me, just going by each division. And I want to spice it up, give it a little sizzle. And I feel like we did with the way how the question is presented. We want to give bold predictions for the AFC West. And we're going to break it down and give our predictions at the end. We might as well begin, my friend. And Zach, you can start us off.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So do you have a uh, just one bold prediction? Right. Yeah. Off the and then okay. I go
1: and then we. Yep. OK, we get the three.
0: so. For the AFC West, as you said, this is, in terms of quarterback play, in terms of overall talent, the best division I've ever seen. And I think in larger picture, it could be the best and deepest AFC conference I've ever seen. A lot of it has to do with the AFC West. So when it came to the bold predictions, Will, I'm not going to lie, I had one bold prediction for each team and one more bold prediction for the division in general. So I actually have five bold predictions. I know that's a little over the limit, but I had one for each team just because I think Each team is super fascinating and I can see for each team season that it going many ways. Um, I'll start off with this, with some history, the Raiders, I'll start with them. They made the playoffs last year, somehow won uh, 10 games, 10 and seven, after going through a lot of adversity Uh, they have not made the playoffs in back to back years since 2001, 2002. And that was also the last time they won double digit games in back to back years. So it's been 20 years since the Raiders have made the playoffs and have won double-digit games in back-to-back years. If you want to go even more in detail, uh, that Super Bowl, they lost to the Buccaneers. That's also the last time that season in 2002, that was the last time they uh, won a playoff game. So the Raider fans, even though they made the playoffs last year, they're desperate to finally get back. And I think they are. I think for the first time in 20 years, the Raiders are going to win double-digit games and make the playoffs back-to-back years for the first time since 2001 and 2002. Uh, I think the addition of Devontae Adams is so big. I think he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. And when you look at the chemistry he already has with Derek Carr going back to their college days, I think that's legit. I mean, I give Rich Pisaccia a lot of credit for the job that he did uh, coming up from the special teams coach last year and somehow guiding this team to a playoff appearance. He's now uh, in Green Bay, but I like Josh McDaniels a lot, too. One of the best offensive coordinators we've ever seen, and I think he's ready for a second chance. We've seen this guy as a head coach before about 10 years ago. It didn't work out in Denver. He drafted Tim Tebow. It never really had a shot to work from the beginning. I think that was a humbling experience. I don't think he would have just left New England, for any situation. But when you look at Vegas and this new stadium, the new city, it's a cash cow. If the Raiders are somehow good, that franchise could be back on the map. We know the amount of passionate fans they have in all different uh, cities. And I think even though John Gruden and Mike Mayock did a very poor job of drafting, their offensive line has some questions with Alex Leatherwood being cut. That was a first round bust. Um, They have some cornerstones. Max Crosby as a pass rusher. They also signed Chandler Jones. I love that move as well. Uh, I just love the dynamic of this Raider team. I think if they could, if they found a way to make the playoffs last year without Devontae Adams going through all the adversity that they did, I think they find a way to make it back this year. I expect
1: them to win double digit games and make the playoffs. That's a very um, bold take. I mean, I won't say bold, you know, a lot of people may agree with you, may not, but it's bold. It's a bold take because of the history and how you laid it out. My bold take is Justin Herbert will win the MVP. The NFL MVP this upcoming season. You see, Justin Herbert so far in the NFL has passed every exam, every test that, that was through at him. He passed it with flying colors. From the day one, he was told to start. Okay, you're going up against the defending champs. Put your pads on. You're going out there, kid. He passed the test. Yeah, they didn't get the victory, but he had a hell of a game. Signified and cemented his spot over Ty Ward was supposed to be the guy to lead that team and took off from there okay cool year two complete overhaul at the coaching standpoint brandon staley comes in joe lombardi comes in philosophy change basically starting your rookie year over again you pass it again just like you pass it before it's very rare you pass a test with flying colors and have to take it again what he did and he passed it again and now i look at this team and how much they supply Justin Herbert with, right? Forget about the defense for a second. Let's go offensively. Mike Williams just got extended. I'm expecting a big year from him now that he got the contract. Keenan Allen is the best route runner, according to Lil in the game. He can get open, create his spots. He's a catch magnet, right? Gerald Everett, Everett, the tight end that was brought over there, I think could do some things in the red zone. Didn't have a, a legit tight end. Jared Cook is a, he's old a little bit. They upgraded there. They just got Sony Michelle to go alongside the tandem of Joshua Kelly and Austin Eckler in the backfield, a guy with experience that played in the Super Bowl before. They got depth at the wide receiver spot. I like cats like Palmer and a couple other dudes that they got over there that are young guys that are good guys. Now we get defensively now. Right, you build it around Herbert, but you still need a defense. And now I think on paper, we have yet to see how it turns out, but I do believe building up that defense will give Justin Herbert extra possessions to put up the numbers and monster numbers he has already put up in his first couple of years in the league. I believe this year, Justin Herbert will win the NFL MVP.
0: Yeah, so I'll react to your charger take with my charger take and the take I have. This doesn't have a lot to do with Justin Herbert, but I think Brandon Staley will be fired after the 2022 season and after the Chargers missed the playoffs for the second straight season. And once again, it doesn't have a lot to do with Justin Herbert. I think he's an elite quarterback, but he was an elite quarterback last year. He had a, in my opinion, he was a top five quarterback in the league last year. And still this team just found a way to miss the playoffs. I still don't know how that Thursday night game against Kansas city. When Staley's just being ruthless going uh, for it again and again, and again, it cost them. You look at the game a few weeks later when they went into Houston, Houston, playing for a playoff spot, and they didn't only lose, they got ran over, they got destroyed in that game, that game was not close, their defense was bad, even Herbert himself threw a few interceptions, and then the Raider game, where Herbert tried again and again to bail them out, but unfortunately, their coach was too stubborn to accept the tie-in overtime, he was too aggressive again, and that was right at, or after going for it, on a fourth and one from his own 20-yard line, I still can't believe he did that. I think the guy's totally in over his head. He's still worried, trying to convince the media to like him. I'm out on Brandon Staley. I think he's fired after the season. I agree that the Chargers are one of the more talented teams in the NFL and Herbert's elite. I wouldn't be shocked if he had an MVP type season, but I just don't know how valuable he's going to prove to be. Because honestly, I just don't trust this team to win a ton of games because of the head coach. Uh, I know they're super talented. I think the division they're in is tough. Uh, Yeah, I'm out on the Chargers. I think they went about eight games this year.
1: Brandon Staley for president, y'all. Once again, I'm calling it into existence. All right, I'm going to move on here. Let's go to the Raiders because I'm going to come back to the Chargers at some point. Obviously, we have our prediction, so I'll get to your Chargers take later on. All right, let's go to the Raiders. My bold statement for the Raiders is that Derek Carr will throw for 5,000 yards this upcoming season. Right. I'm gonna start off there. When you have a guy like Derek Carr, who's massively underrated, he goes under the radar. And I understand why I'm not going to blame the media. But if the media really watch football the way they say they do, they will realize that this cat is underrated, which he is. I mean, he got that playoff team with all the obstacles and fiascos that was going on throughout the year. And forget about that for a second. Who was the number one wide receiver on this team? Keith Sweat, you want to sing it for me? Nobody. I mean, Hunter Renfro, I I will say, he was. Hunter Renfro is a good wide receiver, underrated, underrated, but I don't see him as a number one option on any football team. I see him as a solid number two. That's how I see Hunter Renfro. Solid number two, one of the premier number twos. No number one wide receiver on this team, and yet Derek Carr got them to the playoffs, and now they get a coaching upgrade. josh mcdaniel's a guy that knows how to scheme and, and and just you know mix and match and be creative offensively you got that not to mention you have the number one wide receiver in the league coming to your team a guy who Derek carr has chemistry with going back to college and we see it in the nfl jamal chase joe burrows right guys are trying to mix and match with their college former college teammates and it's working I think it's going to work in a big way for Derek Hall. You still got Darren Wall over there. Too much weapons. You made the playoffs last year. I assume that Derek Carr will at least have a good year on a stat line for him to throw 5,000 yards. And this
0: is one where I think there's a lot going on here, okay? I'll start with Russell Wilson, the quarterback they get, before I say any take. It was time, like I feel like, in Seattle for him and Pete Carroll to move on. They spent nine years together. They did a lot of winning, and it was kind of clear, like it was best for probably both parties. Even though I don't know how the Seahawks traded him, like okay, like they let him go. Apparently, he he probably just didn't want to be there anymore. I believe that. I believe he complained behind closed doors. But now he's a Denver Bronco, and we know that when it comes to Russell Wilson in Seattle, it was always let Russ cook. And it felt to me that at the end. And part of the reason why Russell Wilson wanted to leave is because he wanted his own team. He wanted to be the leader. And I just think he was done with Pete Carroll and his system and his antics. And I look at this Denver Broncos situation and him and Nathaniel Hackett, who honestly, I have no idea if he's if he could coach or not. Uh, no no clue. So that's a big unknown. And I totally understand that over the course of the past few years, everyone has looked at this Bronco roster and has said, it's very talented, but all they need is a quarterback. They're a quarterback away. And Russell Wilson is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's had an unreal career, but I just don't know if it's that easy. If You could just automatically insert him right away into this Denver Bronco team. And it just feels like to me, like he's being... he wants to be LeBron James and make every organizational decision, but you know, that doesn't fly in the NFL. That's not reasonable. And the Broncos, they have new ownership. Uh, He didn't even, the new owner didn't even know Roger Goodell's last name at his introductory press conference. He like pronounced it wrong. I don't, I don't like, they have a lot of money, the, the, the family that owns Walmart, but it's like, I don't know if, this is going to work, especially right away. It it might take some time. I don't know if these young Bronco players, although they're very talented, uh, I don't know how they're going to do in big games. Russell Wilson also did not look like himself coming off uh, the the thumb injury last year. I think he'll be better, but in this AFC West, I don't trust the Broncos. I think they finished last in the division and under 500. That will be my bold prediction for them.
1: I think when you talk about these Broncos, right. And Russell Wilson and, Just referencing LeBron James in the NBA. I don't even think you got to go that far, Zach. Let's say in the NFL, he wants to be Tom Brady. That's what Tom Brady is doing over there in Tampa. Being able to create the roster how he wants to and just have intel and still win the Super Bowls, right? He saw it firsthand. He sat in that press box, right? He saw Matthew Stafford do it again and then watch Matthew Stafford copy the blueprint of Tom Brady. And now he's trying to replicate and duplicate that same thing. But you can't. Know if he's going to duplicate that success. That has to be proven. You said the owners have a lot of money in that, that family that owns the team, got a lot of money, but you can't buy wins, right? That has to be displayed on the football field. So the Broncos are a very interesting team because of the addition of that quarterback. I was high on the Broncos last year. I was the one that made the bull move, and this wasn't even a segment. I just thought that the team would have made the playoffs because they were so talented. But I think for my bold statement, I will say that I believe that the Broncos will have two 1,000-yard wide receivers. You know, we talked about the quarterback and the lack of good quarterback play for Denver the last couple of seasons, right? This affected wide receivers. When you're a wide receiver, you know, you want your stats. That's the most even position in all of sports is the wide receiver positions, right? We see it. So many times where guys ask for trades, Marquise Brown, you know, Amari Cooper is frustrated with targets. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. He want targets. He want to be paid right now. You are going to have yourself yourself a quarterback and clear. We may be high or low on the Broncos this year. But one thing we know for sure is that Russell Wilson is an upgrade at the quarterback spot. And that should be reflective. And Cortland Sutton's numbers, where he could potentially have 1,000 yards, which I think he will. And Jerry Judy, who's a great, a good route runner, who could create gaps to get the ball, a lot of catch and run with him. Cortland Sutton, I think, is very underrated, contested catchability. I think both wide receivers will have 1,000 yards because of that upgrade at the quarterback spot and the fact that you could open up your offense more with Wilson Wilson, who could throw that deep ball, who could make the throws that Teddy Bridgewater couldn't, Or Drew Locke couldn't. So, yeah, that's my bold take.
0: All right, let's go to Kansas City. And I'll start uh, off with this, Lil. Um, A lot of my bold takes, unlike yours, have been, like, result-oriented. And this will be my first statistical and individual player-based one uh, when I go to Kansas City. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have his best statistical season since the 50-touchdown rookie season in 2018. Uh, and I'm expecting big things from this guy, there are just certain guys where when they're doubted, I feel like that's when they're at their best. And when I look at Mahomes, really last year, for the first time in his career, he showed he was human. He, showed, he struggled a little bit. Had a little uh, trouble getting over the hump in the early part of the season. Kansas City starts three and four. But by the time we get to the playoffs, Kansas City was right there uh, with home field advantage in the AFC. And they were looking ready to make another run to possibly their second Super Bowl title in three years. But we know how it ended. It was the worst half of football I've ever seen Mahomes play. In that AFC Championship game against Cincinnati, credit to the Bengals—they did a good job—and that game really shifted uh, to end the second half when Mahomes makes honestly the worst decision of his career, and it derailed him in that game. From there, uh, hitting Tyreek Hill with no timeouts in play, and the clock ran out, and Kansas City uh, couldn't get any points on the board, and that really turned the game. And when I look at Kansas City, and when I look at Patrick Mahomes, this is really the first time in the last few years where they've been doubted as okay—is this team really that? good? Are they really going to win the division? And I think Mahomes is going to be out there uh, to prove a point. Kansas City has won this division the last seven years. And one stat for me, Will, that I don't think is spoken about enough that is really crazy. Mahomes in his career has never lost a road divisional game. He is undefeated at the Chargers. He's never lost to the Raiders in Vegas or Oakland, and he's never lost to the Broncos in Denver. That is supposed to be the toughest games when you're in the division on the road and he's never lost those games. I know Tyreek Hill's gone and that could take a little bit of time to adjust, but with a more balanced offense, the more balanced attack, I'm expecting big things from Patrick Mahomes. And I think he could be the MVP. I really can.
1: I would say this, right. And potentially, um, you know, Mahomes could have a good year. He's Mahomes, you know, he's a top five quarterback. In the league, no doubt about it. Behind Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady it the delay. But a lot of people, consensus, number one. I say for my bold statement, I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs will not make the playoffs. I'm going out on them. And it's not about Kansas City. Sometimes it's not about you. It's about what's around you. And when I look at Kansas City and I look at this division, this division is here. Like, it's a tough division. And let's not even get to Kansas City's schedule already. That's one of the toughest, if not the toughest schedule on the block. I think right now, when you look at the teams that they have to compete against, when you look at the loss of Tyreek Hill, it's not that I think Tyreek Hill is just going to, you know, disappear and the team is going to struggle. I think they're going to find a new way because they always have found innovative ways to, you know, um, just take what the defense has given them. But at the same time, I think just slow pacing it up the football field. Remember, Kansas City is known for scoring 21 in the first quarter. That's not going to happen anymore. Tyreek Hill was that bomb threat, that deep threat. They won it up. Now it's going to be driving down the football field. I get it spreading the wealth. But now if you get into a close matchup, you're not scoring 21. I don't have to come back from 21-0. And granted, Mahomes throughout his career has been fine without Tyreek Hill. 125 of 197, 1,737 passing yards, eight to one touchdown to interception ratio. And he has to also, but I could also say the same thing about Tyreek Hill without Mahomes. 87 catches, 1,399 yards, nine touchdowns in 17 games without Mahomes. So either way, both players are that dynamic and they're only more dynamic when they are together and they're not together no more. They are apart. So when I look at All the other teams in this division, one team, the Raiders that made the playoffs last year, that shouldn't make the playoffs again with the best wide receiver in football. When I look at the charges on paper, and I know I keep bringing up paper, they got to live up to that. If they don't make the playoffs, heads are going to be on some silver platters, and jobs are going to be on the line. When I look at the Broncos, you upgraded that quarterback with a talented roster. I think Kansas City would not make the playoffs. All
0: right, so I'll pivot off that. I actually think they're winning the division. I have them winning twelve games, twelve and five. I expect a big year. I know the schedule is tough. I think their defense is sneaky good. They have some really good young players on that side of the ball. Nick Bolton is a linebacker I really like. I like their draft. Carl uh, Loftus, young pass rusher from Purdue. Trent McDuffie. Um, I think they have some weapons in the passing game. I still think they'll be dynamic as ever. Um, and I'm a Andy Reid guy. I'm a Chiefs believer. They've won the division the last seven years again. Mahomes like Cody talk about that stat like he the fact that he hasn't lost a divisional game on the road yet in four in yeah four years as a starting quarterback like that's not supposed to be the case that's not normal you know like that's insane
1: I mean look when you have three Hall of Famers on your team and a Hall of Fame coach I expect a lot of winning you see one of the things about Tom Brady and his success in New England and I'm a Tom Brady guy but you think Tom Brady will win all those wings without Bill Belichick? We'd be a fool to think that. And I'm a Tom Brady fan. When you have the combination of Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame player, and some Hall of Famers on your team, Rob Gronkowski, things of that nature, you're going to dominate. And that's what the Chiefs are about. They they have those guys, Travis Kelsey, you know, Tyreek Hill. I mean, I, Andy I think Reed. Mahomes is a that's Hall of a, too, though. That's and a, Andy and still there, you know? And that's a mini version of the Patriots. So when you have a lot of talented people in the room, you can get those results. The Can You Dig It? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Be a dick. dick.